0: What's going on, everybody? My name is AJ Capasso. I'm the guest host. I forgot to talk to you, Dylan, before we started, so please, start your podcast the right way, brother.
1: Uh, no, it's all good, brother. Hey, what's up, everybody? Dylan Robinson here, Halfway Paranormal, main host of the show. Great buddy here, AJ, my co-host here. Got a great show for you here tonight.
0: Awesome, awesome, man. So, how you been?
1: Uh, you know, man, just... Just working every day, living the life, just trying to dream, trying to take it day by day. It ain't now when you say dream, I'm thinking like whenever somebody says that, I'm thinking Freddy Krueger type type dreams. I'm not thinking like you know, the greatest dream in the world.
0: Listen, someone says it to me. I said, Yeah, it's somebody's dream, it ain't mine though. Absolutely, (laughs) you know, but anyway, um, so I want to show some clips today, man, um, about you know. We want to talk about the Bible, and we want to talk the difference between the Anunnaki um, text that's in the Sumerian tablets compared to the Bible and why we believe in the Bible, but we don't believe in written stone tablets that were done thousands of years before the Bible. So I want to show some things on the Anunnaki from TikTok. That's what we're going to do right now, and uh, I want to see if we can get some of the stories from there from the actual tablets called uh the epic epic of gilgamesh which i believe talks about like the noah's ark story but there's other tablets of sumerian tablets and then it goes into egyptian and it goes into all different types of stuff which is pretty cool but uh a person to check out would be billy carson forbidden knowledge he has um he's on youtube he speaks all the time he's on tiktok everywhere um he's an amazing um person to have all the info on ancient things and we're trying to get him on the show so but here let me share my screen real quick once uh it comes back here here we go What's going on,
1: robbie?
0: hey buddy how are you man thanks for so much for coming in robbie hold on just sharing my screen brother so go ahead and feel free to uh tell me what your opinion is dude um what is your belief man like are you a christian what is the you know what's your background
1: well i'll tell you i was raised up in a house where my dad he was just he cursed like a sailor he was he's a great guy but he was cursed like he cursed like a sailor he had so many things he could say where on the other hand my mother was a very 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 christian woman and like she believed 100% in the bible as do i To me, I believe that everything in the Bible is true, and why I say that is I was taught up the proper way. I mean, there's always a proper way for everybody, but I was raised with the good book and everything in it being true and legit. Um, I just actually went to church Sunday with Robbie there, had a great service, enjoyed it. Um, Now, I haven't been to church in probably about seven years. I, I figured it was time to go back. Um, great great service. I mean, I'll tell you, my beliefs on it is to me, the Bible is 100% real. Now, I don't know nothing about these ancient texts, these things before the Bible, I know nothing about them. But I'm pretty sure after after tonight, I'll still believe 100% in the Bible.
0: Hey, um, you know, that's not the point. The point of this is not to try and convert or say that the Bible isn't real. That's not what this whole point is. The point is, is that why are why do we look at certain ancient texts and we say that this is important, but we don't look at stone tablets that are actually written in stone, not on papyrus or papyrus, whatever, whatever the hell, well, papyrus is what they call it. I'm sorry. That type of uh paper. Um and it's like, you know, why do we believe just that? Why don't we believe anything ancient but let me show the first clip here and uh we'll see what it is and um hopefully, you know, we can check something out. So here it is. Have
2: you ever heard of, have you ever heard of the Anunnaki? These ancient beings from Mesopotamian mythology have been the subject of much fascination and debate in recent years. But what if I told you that some people believe the Anunnaki were real and may have actually played a role in human history? According to this theory, the Anunnaki were a group of extraterrestrial beings who came to Earth thousands of years ago. They were said to be highly advanced, possessing knowledge and technology far beyond anything humans of that time could comprehend. But what did they want with us? Some believe that the Anunnaki were responsible for creating humanity, using genetic engineering to create a hybrid race of humans and their own species. Others believe they simply visited Earth to mine for resources, and may have even taught ancient civilizations like the Sumerians advanced techniques like agriculture and metalworking. While there is no concrete evidence to support the existence of the Anunnaki, their legend has persisted for centuries. Whether they were real or simply a myth, their story continues to captivate and inspire those who seek to understand the mysteries of our past. Have you ever heard of the Anunnaki? These ancient beings... Second. There we go. Okay, so basically what it just said there
0: is Mesopotamian religion also states about these, this um, Anunnaki and about the tablets. But if you mm-hmm. notice, this wasn't about Sumerian. This was about um, the Mesopotamian gods and stuff like that. As you see, you see, like I believe that's the Az- one of the Aztec uh pyramids there, I believe. Don't don't quote me on that, but I believe right. so. And um basically <laughs> what ended up happening is Thoth from the Egyptian religion, who is really one of the Sumerian gods who spread out around the world, he basically um went and went to all these different places spreading this knowledge. Now the Anunnaki are technically considered fallen angels in the Bible because these these Anunnaki were not supposed to come here and genetically modify and make us from Homo erectus to Homo sapiens and have a conscious sentient being. But they say that in Sumerian tablets, like this, just said here, that they used us to mine gold and they gene- genetically engineered us. And what's crazy is, is in the tablets, it talks about them putting caps on our telomeres of our DNA to stop us from living till a certain age. And it's 120 years, it says in the tablets. What's funny is science has actually found out that in pristine conditions the body of us can only last 120 years now we've been working on anti-aging and we've come a long way so there might be a way to extend longer than that but if you think about it i have never been able to find someone that's older than that and if i do i'm very shocked if i do find it there's people that say they are but i don't totally believe it what do you think man
1: i mean to tell you the truth for starters, I wouldn't want to live past 100. I don't even know if I want to live to be 100 because at that point, you'll just be so old, it'll be hard for you to move around, do things. Now I get there's people up there in age and their hundreds that look like they're 80 or 90. They're healthy. They move around. They don't have no problems other than, you know, like aching body and stuff like that. But
3: yeah.
1: as, for, as for this, I mean, that's that's really interesting. I haven't heard the, the theory of, where they said that we can only live up to 120 years, and now they're proving that the body can only live up to 120 years. Which check, that, it, that check, a this
0: out. check this out. They found the telomere caps on our DNAs, and they don't know where it came from because it's actually a synthetic material, they believe. They don't believe that it's actually a natural phenomenon. How crazy is that? And then on top of it, we have things called junk DNA, now, the junk DNA, the scientists don't know what it, what they're from, like where, where it came from, what's the source of it, like they do with all the other DNA that they deal with. Um, but how crazy to think about this ancient text thousands of years before the bible is stating things that science are even doing just like how the bible does and i'm and watch i'm going to show you something about jesus right now i believe from billy carson this is the guy i'm talking about i believe this is one of the videos that i i was thinking about but it's about jesus check this out
4: jesus was jesus was yeshua that was his name yeshua this was a real person that existed some people like oh he was this imaginary person no 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 there's a lot of evidence that he actually existed. He lived, he breathed, he had blood in his veins. He was a walking man, M-A-N. He wasn't some type of a flying guy with wings on his back. He was a man. He came through a womb. He was just interesting, though. There was a little something different about this guy. The fact that he was a virgin birth, well, when I look deeper into see, well, maybe this was a mistake or maybe it was a mistranslation, I found through the Apocrypha text that his grandmother was also a virgin birth. Now, this is really interesting. So we see this established bloodline here where through the grandmother, comes his mother, and then through his mother comes him, both through in vitro fertilization. This is
0: advanced technology. Someone purposefully did this.
4: Jesus was Yeshua. Oh. That was his name, Yeshua. What did you
0: think of what he just said about the Apocrypha text and what it said, okay? That's one of the texts that is very, very old, okay? And um, if you need me to, I could look up the text for you to tell you what it is, but I, you know, I won't get all into that deepness, but what did you think about what he just said, Dylan? Because that's pretty crazy. And there's a lot more about Jesus. But this is Billy Carson who I want to have on our show because he has so much knowledge based in this aspect. Oh, and uh, I can't hear you, brother. Can you talk? Can you hear me now? Okay, I can hear you now. You're on mute. Sorry. So what do you Sorry. think about this?
1: Well. Like I said, he de- he definitely seems like he's got a not- lot of knowledge when it comes to this. Um, and he, he made a few good points. I mean, he mentioned <clears throat> he mentioned how he was a real person, which he was. He was yep. 100% a real person, born same way everybody else is, things like that. Uh, but he, he brought up that point about that. And... To be honest, I don't think I've heard anybody mention how like he mentioned how they had how they thought he had wings and stuff like that. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard anything like that. I've heard no, how he was, he, was a, he,
0: he was making a sarcastic joke, like because people make him out to be this like mysterious person with these abilities to be able to change water into wine and all this type of stuff like that. Like if you like watch, I'll show you another all, all stuff like this like a little bit about what billy carson talks deeper about jesus and how jesus okay in the bible it only talks about him up to 12 years old and then when he comes back when he's i believe 33 and that's when he gets cru- or 32 and then that's when he gets crucified at 33. so like what i'm trying to say is is that there what happened between those from 12 to this and what It's actually stated is that in Egypt, there's actually a place of where Jesus stayed that they actually um, call one of the homes of Jesus in Egypt. And it's just so wild to put all of these things together, these ancient texts. And it goes to show that, you know, the people that put the Bible together, like, say, King James and all these people, they did it not to do it out of the greatness of their heart or because God told them to do it. Like, they maybe the apostles, okay, because the apostles truly believed in Jesus. But what I'm saying is the Old Testament and all the whole Bible that was put together years after Jesus was gone, um, over 100 years after almost, I believe, or 30 to 90. And I'm like, why would they do that? And it's, I believe, money. I believe to scare the people into not leaving the faith, because if it did, it would let the church fall and at the time the church was so powerful. But what do you think before I play this next video?
1: I mean, that that to me that's a possibility, but I'm also more leaning towards. I I believe it's how people made it out to be is like the Bible was made by him. I I get all these ancient texts and everything like that. Um, to me, it, it seems more the lines of. I I haven't heard anything different other than this, but it seems more in the lines to. He he wrote the book. He he left it here for us. Um, you mentioned how you think they might have done it for money. How you think they might have done it to keep keep the keep the faith in the church, keep the churches going because they were so powerful. Which yeah. that that would that would make sense too, because at that time with the churches being as powerful as they was, they wouldn't want anybody to steer from the churches and then cause them to fall, basically.
0: Yeah. But oh, you're absolutely right.
1: Yeah, but I I still. So far, I mean, there's been a few good theories here so far, and I mean, like I think I believe it was left here for us to read and for us to learn off of and live how we want to live with how it is in there i mean that that that's what I'm thinking about it i mean what what's your what's your thoughts on her?
0: My thoughts are very widespread. I was brought up a Christian. I uh, gave my life to Christ when I was actually 16, like fully. And I was really, really into it, like hardcore, man. And I've witnessed a lot of miracles from hands-on people touching, you know, putting hands on someone and healing them through their energy. Like it's, I've, I've witnessed a lot of great stuff from God, but I believe that god has been distorted through these ancient texts by the religious leaders due to a corrupt system and look at the vatican how corrupt the vatican is you know what i mean like the, all the scandals with the with the priest and all they do is hate <laughs> them to do it all over again i mean and then call it rehabilitation like i mean it's just not right in my in my opinion, but let me show this next one. Okay. This is Billy Carson talking about the Bible. And I know this one may be a little, um, you know, like a little maybe controversial, but let's just, let's listen.
4: The word God in the Bible, for example, is the word god in the bible for example is mistranslated there should be an s on the end of every word that says god singular should be plural if you go back and really analyze the translation of the word god it should be gods everywhere it took off the s to usher in monotheism the monotheistic mindset of a one god religion but it really is gods and even god steps up a few times in that book who wrote it and says <laughs> there'll be no other gods but me i'm a jealous god that comes from Common ra aka marduk from ancient chemist that really doesn't come from the creator of the universe Mm. the book of deuteronomy all these wars that are happening and occurring and god is sending people halfway around their region to kill murder and torture other people because he says one person over here doesn't believe in me and i want you to kill the women kill the children kill babies even says you can take the virgins as wives now you have abduction and then bring the spoils back to me well why does god need spoils (laughs) (laughs) you see so you can tell this is all man-based this is not God, real heavenly base. It's a way to mentally enslave the masses of people, and it's worked phenomenally because if you look at religion, just Christianity alone generates more money in one year than all the
0: Silicon Valley corporations, tech corporations combined. The- so, what did you think of that one, man? Because that's a controversial thing to say. <laughs>
1: That's definitely 100% controversial. Like there could be so many theories on that, so many people start arguments over something like that. Just just from like so many arguments could start just from the two words god and gods. Like
0: exactly. But you know what in the Bible he's right. It does say do not worship any other gods besides me. And what's funny is if you look in the ancient texts of Egypt, Amun-Ra Okay, the reason why did you ever know the reason why we say amen? Well it, it goes back so anciently to Egyptian times where Amen Ra stated that everyone had to say Amen to basically worship him. Okay, even though in the Hebrew text and in the Greek text, um, the Hebrew and I mean Arabic text or Arab Arabic text states that the words mean so be it. You know, as you're going to say it, you know, like declare it in the name of God at the end. But the ancient text states that Amen Ra was actually the reason why that we say the word Amen is because it was like a it was a worship thing that he ordered and ushered in is what's something that Billy Carson talks about. But what was your uh, what was your opinion on that, man? Like, I, that's pretty intense, huh?
1: Word that, God. That, the- is, it, it is pretty intense. I mean. You mentioned the fact of uh, him talking about in the Bible, it says, Don't worship any other gods but me.
0: Yeah.
1: See, to me, what I think that could be is it could be controversial itself. To me, what I think it could be is say, We got a random person out here and they, they worship this other God just because of how he lives his life and things like that. I don't necessarily think he's speaking that there is other gods. I think he's speaking as what a person would make to think that would be their God. Like it could just be a random person and they say that it's their God or something. No. Yeah.
0: Even yourself, you can consider a God. Like people consider that they can, they can literally worship themselves as a God. And that's something that's, you know, scary to think about because like greed and jealousy and everything take over this world sometimes. But, you know, it's a controversial thing because the ancient texts line up with it. So it's like, you know, I believed in the Bible because of the ancient text. But I believe that the stories have been mistranslated and altered to fit a narrative for the religional aspects is all I'm trying to get at. But let's watch this next one. This is about the Anunnaki being fallen angels. Which the reason why it says it in the ancient text is because they knew that they were going to get in trouble for genetically modifying us and making us into the sentient beings that we are. And it says in the ancient text that the creator, they're going to get in trouble by the creator. Now, whether that means it's another alien back at their home planet or whatever their government, whatever you would like to call it, or they actually mean the creator of the universe, God itself. So, you know, let's listen to this, see what this says, because I've never watched this one.
3: There, there's a group of fallen angels called the Anunnaki, and these were black angels. They descended to earth because these are the angels that were built against God, some of them. And they were part of ancient Sumerian culture. This is where the fallen angels made it with humans. And it's also depicted and written in ancient Sumerian tablets and they said that the Anunnaki manipulated human DNA so this story sounds familiar doesn't it and it sounds like what whenever the fallen angels mated with human women but in today's day and age people look at the Anunnaki as extraterrestrials and you can even find the history channel doing videos about the Anunnaki and how they created human beings they didn't create humans they created a subdivision of humans and you know these fallen angels take credit for creating humanity in general, they take the role or they play the role of God. And this is how you know these are
0: fallen angels, right? Now, we can call fallen angels if they if he's gonna like look at it like that, we can call fallen angels scientific government stuff that's going on right now where they're actually creating like in some countries they actually develop babies from like just human skin cell dnas they can clone a human baby and literally they're making them to harvest their organs in some countries like that's terrible that's playing god you know what i mean so like, what did you think of what you just saw like i mean the black stuff. I mean, well, about how they're, you know, you know, the fallen angels are black. I don't know. I've never read that in ancient Sumerian because I'm still studying it, but, and I've never heard that from Billy Carson, but um you know, it's just, it was amazing to hear. So what did you think?
1: Well, I kind of agree with you in a way. I mean, I don't know that I would say that they're black. I mean, a hundred percent. I do believe that there is fallen angels. I mean, but what are fallen angels depicted by this day and age, you know? because I mean, you really don't know what what would be depicted as a fallen angel is what I'm trying to say, like no, and he yeah. mentioned, yeah, and he mentioned that they were all black. I mean, that's that's probably very highly unlikely, but you, you well, if really they were
0: aliens, right? If it was aliens, there we. I mean, who knows, right? But, you know, exactly. the point is, if it wasn't, it was angels. I mean, who knows? I mean, even in that aspect, who knows? But it was just crazy to hear about the immaculate conception between what Billy Carson said about Jesus and his mother, how there was not in vitro virgin fertilization that happened with her grandmother as well, that it was passed down. That And he said that that has to do with genetic modification that's pretty interesting because I never knew that about um you know Mary you know what I'm saying I never knew that about Jesus' mother that her grandmother her mother had that had that thing I never knew any of that until I started studying ancient texts about Jesus from different cultures and I found that so amazing but you know it's just like yeah the black thing I'm not too sure that that's really the case it could be because like I said what if it is aliens you never know you know but, Mark, I love what you said. You said sins are sins, and uh, that's how we define them through language. And I said, you know, I believe that 100%. Sins are sins. You're absolutely right. The right and wrong. Yep. So what do you think, you know?
1: <clears throat> I mean, true there. I mean, sins are sins. We we, def- we do define them through language. I mean, what's up, Brian? I mean, we do define them through language, and, I mean, it's it, – Sins are going to be sins. I mean, we all, none of us are perfect. I mean, even if you're, even if you're a Christian, good hearted Christian, we all make mistakes. I mean, we all sin. We all, we just got to ask for forgiveness. I mean, if we, if we believe that, I mean, we, we all sin. There's nothing to that. I mean, I agree with what Mark said. I do.
0: Yeah. All right, let me play this video. It's another Billy Carson video and he talks only about when his when he's speaking about this, he's not speaking about this in his opinion. This is from actual ancient text. So I just want everyone to know this isn't this guy's opinion. This is actually he studies this stuff for uh uh like his like work. So, check this out.
3: All right.
4: That's how old Anunnaki were when they came to this earth. They were one million years ahead of us already. They were already one million years ahead of us when they landed on the earth 450,000 years ago. For 250,000 years, they did the work themselves and left us alone. They didn't even bother with us. And then 200,000 years ago, they decided they were going to mess with us and they started genetically tinkering us and they created the Homo sapiens sapiens, which is who we are right now. That's how
0: old the so, were when they came to the How crazy water. is that that the ancient text says that, that we're that old? And in our in our scientific knowledge, we only go back from Gleppe or uh, Gleppe <clears throat> Temple, which is like 32,000 years ago or something like that, they said, or 15 to 32,000. And it's like, you know, I never would have thought 450,000. You know what I mean? But it makes sense because the Bible talks about how people lived so long.
1: I mean, I mean, they did it. It did talk about that, and I'll tell you what just kind of popped in my head when it comes to like the ancient text. Um, when it comes to ancient text, who's to say that those aren't depicted by something else either? Just like how some people believe that the Bible could be, like we was talking about, could be written up by regular normal people. Um, who's to say that there is proof that the ancient texts were back then? Like, what if they weren't here? Not in recent times, but what if somebody didn't like, you know, stone him out here and not more recent, but back in the day times? Yeah. I mean, it's then again it could be very well true, like he was saying there.
0: Now now wait, I want to stop you for a sec. Listen to this, because Mark Foster just said laugh out loud gold. And what's funny about like it sounds stupid, right? Like why would you mine gold, right? Well, the whole point in the Sumerian tablets, they say the Anunnaki's mined gold and that they made us to mine gold. And the reason why they did that is because back on their planet, Nibiru, they were having a problem with their like technical ozone layer where it had a huge hole in it and it was affecting their atmosphere so what they did was they were spraying this gold into the atmosphere and they realized that it would block the radiation coming in so they would try that what's funny about that is is that our government right now in the u.s is chaffing through the air like chemtrails but it's called chaffing. And what they're doing is they're releasing very small particles of aluminum, plastic, and another substance into our atmosphere to block out radar um, so that it, they realized back in the day that it blocks out any type of radar so that nobody could spy on the U.S. And that's the reason why they're doing that. And I find that so crazy because on the Weather Channel, the guy goes, you see this? This is not a, a storm formation, even though it looked like it because it was on radar. But he goes, this is the military doing chaffing. And then he explained what chaffing was. And it's so crazy that we're doing that. The same thing with our atmosphere to block the sun. But, you know, it's like they did that thousands of years ago, it says in the Sumerian tablets. It's just weird how these things line up. You know what I'm saying? And it's I'm not saying the Anunnaki is right. I'm not saying that the Bible is, you know, you know, the only thing that's right. But what I'm just trying to say is, is that it's weird how all these ancient texts match up to each other.
1: It is like I I agree with you. I mean, we're not saying none, neither or for either things. Um, You mentioned that about the government and stuff. I mean, let's be honest, bro we we honestly have no idea what the government is doing that we don't even know about or we don't even catch wind of. I mean, yeah. I believe 100% what you just said about like little pieces of aluminum and particles and different things like that. I mean, honestly, it, it's honestly hard to tell what they do behind closed doors that we have no idea about.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Mark, you're totally, uh, totally right. I mean, gold isn't important, but to be honest, I mean, who, do, who knows if it would help an ozone layer, you know what I'm saying, or help an atmosphere of, of a planet. We don't know that, you know what I mean, because we we don't have to do something like that. And We use gold for a whole different reason. So I totally understand where you're coming from, and I believe exactly what you believe. So I'm like, you know, this is crazy. It sounds stupid, but it's just like I said, it's funny that every ancient text from every major religion has something that literally matches the other. And it's crazy, you know. Yeah, no, I know you get me, Mark. Totally. Mm-hmm. I was just talking, you know. I was just talking about what you were saying because you're right. You're one hundred percent right, you know, and uh, you're absolutely right. We haven't held uh, value in gold since the fifties. Our country held value paper has been the dollar for too long. You're right, and even that's crashing, which is sad to see.
2: I want to say hello
0: to Nando as well. Thank you, Nando, for tuning in. But um, oh, hold on. Shiny so, stuff
3: doesn't hold
1: value.
0: Yep. Right. Shiny stuff holds value. You're right. Um, but, um, it's crazy, man. You know, it's crazy to think about that. All the ancient texts we have. The only thing that makes me upset as a Christian is that we go around and we say, this is the only God. My God is the only God. If you don't listen to me, you're going to hell. And that part of being a Christian, I think is wrong because you judge somebody you're not, you don't have the right to judge somebody, you know? Yeah. I, God, I
1: mean, I hundred percent agree. And I mean one hundred percent because I'll tell you how I think. You got you got people out here that are God fearing Christians, hundred percent. I mean yep. you got the good Christians out here, but you've also got the I'll tell you, I'll be the first one to admit Christians are one of the most judgiest people there are, depending on what what the religion is and stuff and if they're actually a Christian, because you have you, you've got these christians out here that are actually live their life for god They live it the way they should but you've got the ones out here that are like you said I mean, I believe there's one god But if someone comes to you and says if you worship another god, we don't like you We don't now you don't go around you don't judge people on what their beliefs are And that's that's 100% what I believe is what somebody else's belief is that's their business, we all we all face them in the end, but whatever somebody wants to believe, that's their business. I'm not going to go and judge somebody off what they think, what they believe.
0: Exactly. No, I feel the same way, man. Exactly. And, you know, there's no reason, um, you know, there's no reason not to, you know, do that and have an open mind. You know what I mean?
1: You can all, you always got room for an open mind. I mean, you really do. Whether like it being in my case, I believe one God is our God, heavenly Father above. But you yeah. you won't catch, you won't catch me go around and judge yeah. somebody on their beliefs.
0: And see the crazy part about the Sumerian tablets, right? They're not saying that they are our God. They are just saying that they created us, and that's how the Genesis story was. Is that mm-hmm. they that okay? So the story is in the Sumerian tablets that this being of the Anunnaki, they were genetically trying to, you know, concept a baby through actually implanting it in an Anunnaki, having a birth like that, creating the first homo sapien man. And then they created a female and it says in the tablets that we had times where we were allowed to mate, like they set up all these rules and that was like our garden of Eden. And then you know, like the reason why we got thrown out of the Garden of Eden and Sumerian tablets was because Anki, I believe was his name, who was a angry type Anunnaki who reigned over us, didn't want, we were getting too loud, too annoying for him. We were, you know, getting all this stuff. So he wanted to destroy the earth, causing the flood. And his brother came down and helped out one of these people, these homies, homo sapiens that learned what their you know, purpose was. And like, they realized they were slaves and, uh, you know, he told them build this ark. And like I told you in the back, they have on a stone tablet, the ark dimensions. And instead of it being a boat, like how the Bible has dimensions, the dimensions are actually a circle. And if you think about geometric shapes, a triangle is the strongest, you know, form of geometric shape that you can build. It's the strongest, you know, like I said, geometric shape. The second one is a circle, and it's weird how theirs was a circle. Like I told you, it looked like a donut, and it was just like, wow, to think about it. If water hits you from any side, you're not going to technically flip. You're just going to kind of float on top of it a little bit. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. weird that the dimensions, you know, we have the same, we have dimensions in the Bible, but then we also have dimensions on a stone tablet, and it's like we believe the papyrus, but we don't want to even acknowledge the other stone tablets. So that's why I wanted to bring this conversation up and talk a little bit about it just for a little bit and, you know, do a short podcast since we didn't have a guest this week, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you there. I mean, we can't really judge what's real, what's not, you know? I mean, you, you don't know if them stone tablets back in the day, if they were before the Bible or if they weren't, or if they were like man made here and they last thousands of years you ne- you never know it's just like the bible with somebody's some people's beliefs you you, you can't really tell
0: yeah you're yeah, absolutely right absolutely right well i just wanted to show a couple of videos and um you know just talk about this a little bit you have uh other stuff you want to discuss man about the paranormal tell me
1: yeah sweet let's do it man i got, I got a few stories i can tell
0: all right go um, ahead bro
1: Pretty, pretty interesting stories. I'll, if you if you uh, want to make a point or something, just stop me while I'm talking. I mean, see what yeah, you no, think.
4: No.
1: So you remember the first time I was ever on your podcast?
0: Yeah.
1: And and uh, that was that was years ago, but it, it was I mentioned to you about later down the line if I ever come back on, I'd talk to you about the train horn that I heard. Yeah.
0: Okay, talk go about ahead. the train thing. I'm just going to grab my my thing right here, my soda. So go ahead and keep talking about it. I'm just going to go off screen go so that I can hear you. So keep talking All right.
1: about it. Go ahead. All right. So anyway, we was, it was me and a buddy of mine. We went to a place called Flinderation Tunnel here in, well, over in Salem, West Virginia. And uh, what it, basically the story behind it, like I've read, is it's an old train tunnel. There was, yeah. there was, there was workers in it one day. A train wasn't, you know, how they let you know when a train's coming through a tunnel. Well, nobody nobody let anybody know. <clears throat> and the train come through. And I guess there was a couple, There was about three or four workers there, if I'm not wrong. Um, they have the cubbies inside the train tunnels where you can get into in case of an emergency or something else. Well, they, a couple of them didn't make it and got drugged down the tracks, tragically, and... Of course, didn't survive. But the couple that did make it in there survived. Um, there is actually a cemetery on top of this on top of this tunnel, and yeah. I've never seen it personally. But the stories back in the day was the uh, caskets would fall through the ceiling and come oh. down in the come down in the tunnel. But if you go up on top of the cemetery, it's not directly over the tunnel. Yeah. So, but they say you can go there at night uh, during the day, it don't really matter. You can go there, you can, you can see lights, you can hear voices, you can hear a train horn, which I'll tell you, hearing a train horn is something I've always wanted to hear. Just hearing something that would be like, just so bone rattling, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, we was in there one night, me and my buddy, and we was like, man, we're just talking to each other. We're like, man, how cool would it be to just hear, hear a train whistle through this tunnel tonight? He's like, and he's like, yeah, dude, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. So we're sitting there, we're doing a little investigation, got the spirit box out, got the mag lights, which mag lights, probably one of my favorite things that I can use equipment wise, just because it's a light they can turn on and off by twisting or with their energy. And we're, we're sitting there, we're sitting there and we're just doing a little investigation. Well, we see these two or three lights at the end of the tunnel, which you got two side by side and you had one down in the middle a smaller light and we've been there countless numbers of times and we've always seen lights. And normally 90% of the time it's somebody walking through coming from the other end. And well, this time it wasn't what it was, was we seen these two lights, two big lights, one little light in the middle and below it, it was coming towards us. And all of a sudden, like we're watching it, we're keeping an eye on it because you, you can't, you can't trust nobody out in the dark. Absolutely. Cannot. No, so we're keeping an eye on it. Well, this light disappears. And we're like, Ooh. we're like, all right, that's that's a little weird. We thought maybe somebody was trying to sneak up on us. Yep. So we're like, all right, well, we're just signing our lights down there, and we're looking, we're not seeing nobody. We don't know if they're standing on the edge of the tunnel, what it is. He's yep. like, dude, what if that was a what if I was a train light? And I'm like, you know, the way it looked, it would make sense. Yeah. Dude, I, I kid you not, 30 seconds later. There's no tracks around this, no no train tracks around this tunnel whatsoever, yeah. no one that I'm aware of. And even then, as loud as it was, you wouldn't be able to tell. So, thirty seconds later, the loudest horn I've ever heard in my life, train horn, blur blurred through that tunnel and echoed our body like
0: rattled oh our body. Dude,
1: dude wow. when I tell you we was jumping up and down like schoolgirls, man, we we was we was all out excited.
0: Dude, I know exactly what you're talking about, man. I wish I could find the video right now of when I did that. I was so excited one night. We were using the um, Signal app um, from Keith Weldon, and basically it runs through um, radio stations. Um, like, it picks random stations to, like, hit, and uh, it's like a scanning thing. And when it did it, um, I we were getting the K2 going off. So I told my uncle to move the, the, the thing over to the left where it would go back to green. Um, and I told the spirits go over to it and activate it. And all of a sudden you hear a voice come through the box and go, we're coming. And then right after they said it, The lights went crazy, and you just hear me jumping up and down, and go, "Oh my god, it's it's fucking going off!" Oh my god, like I was like a schoolgirl, bro, jumping up and down. So I totally get what you're talking about.
3: Absolutely,
0: dude. It's
1: just one of the it's one of them experiences that, dude, you you never forget for the rest of your life. It was so cool, so great, like so bone rattling. You you talk about it to every person that loves the paranormal or anybody you can find in general that will listen. Yeah. I've probably told that train story to probably, I'd say at least a hundred people, just random people at work or out in public that talks about the paranormal or, you know, you strike up that random combo and you talk to somebody and you're like, Oh, Hey, by the way, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%, 100% completely go. We were saying, but I was um, actually,
1: uh, I was actually there today when I, when I was at work, I, uh, after I got off work, I stopped by there, and I just I just wanted to, you know, check it out, get a feel of it again. Well, I stopped yeah. by there, and it was, of course, it was flooded because we got a heck of a rainstorm last night. But we went oh, in there, man. yeah, oh yeah. We went in there, and it just had that, had that same eerie feeling it's always had, which was awesome because oh, you know yeah. you get you get them nice eerie feelings when you're in a place that you you just absolutely love.
0: I don't know if they're nice, but yeah, I mean, I'll go. Well,
1: they're nice to us.
0: They're yeah, nice to, nice to us, us, I guess. Yeah, I get freaked out still, though. I'm not gonna lie.
1: No, I do too, hundred percent. Like, especially yeah. if I go to a place down here called Loveberry Church.
0: I'm the only probably paranormal investigator in the world that's uh, literally scared of the dark, but yet I still do paranormal investigating, and i on my own. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the, I'm like at a cemetery in the dark by myself, and I'm like, what am I doing here? I want to give a shout-out real quick, though, to um, Brighton Oak. Hello, AJ. Hey, what's going on, my friend? Good good to see you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you, man.
1: Yeah, they're, they're – are... that, That's funny, though, that you mentioned that, dude. I See, I didn't know you were scared of the dark. Like, and it's not funny that you're scared of the dark. It's funny that you're scared oh, it's of the funny dark. As but, no. you love, but you love the paranormal when you're out there yeah. in the middle of the dark. I know every Don't little creepy I bring,
0: I bring, a, I bring weapons. Don't worry, just in case. Oh yeah. but <laughs> the point of the matter is, is that like, yeah, I'm scared of the dark, but yet I still do this work because I love it. You know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even if I was scared of the dark, I'd, I'd probably be the same as you. I mean, I'm See, not scared of the dark. I'm scared of what's in the dark.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm scared of a human jumping out at me when I'm by myself at a cemetery, like a homeless person that's like wants drugs or something. I get nervous at locations because some of them are abandoned and some homeless people during this time, they'll sleep in abandoned buildings because it's so cold and I don't blame them. And I have no issues with that. But it's like, what if this guy is crazy? and tries to come up behind me or something you know it's like i gotta have a a weapon just in case because paranormal investigating is dangerous just for that aspect if you're going into locations without you know like a permission type place you know you're just going to an abandoned place so you have to be careful you have to be vigilant you have to keep your head on a swivel you know
1: Absolutely, because you never know what you're going to run into. I mean, like you said, you go in these abandoned places, like could be the middle of summer, winter, it don't matter. You may have you may have some squatters laying in there, and they might not be friendly squatters. They might be somebody that wants to rob you or kill you or worse, you know? Yeah, you
0: know, get the it, next fix. Yeah, you're right.
1: You're yeah, right. just be like, I wonder if he has a dollar or two I could rob off of. Well, if I have to kill him, I'll do it anyway kind of thing, you know?
0: Exactly, yeah, yeah. And you know what, man? I, like me being an act at one time in my life, I know that feeling, and I get it. You know what I mean? like it's not like they're doing it because they're dicks, it's doing it because they're actually hurting physically, like they really need to like you know get back to normal, and you're literally at the point where you'll do anything. I mean, I was at the point where I was willing to rob a bank just to feel better, like that's how bad it was like so I totally get where these people come from from experiencing it myself, but also at the same time, it's like you gotta protect yourself because you never know.
1: Yeah, you never know. It it's really something crazy. And once again, I mean I I can't say it enough, but I'm really proud of you, dude. I, no, I really thank you,
0: man. Thanks. And I'm proud of you, man, for starting this. But I just wanted to come on quick today, man. We've been on for 45. I'm on about 46 minutes. I wanted to just come on, show some videos, talk a little bit. But next week we're gonna have a guest come on. So definitely check out. We'll put it during the week. Uh, we'll announce it. So please join us on half or on a uh, Halfern, because my stupid friend, John talking about Robin, <laughs> but anyway, uh, from, for halfway paranormal and I'm the co-host AJ Capasso, but you take it away, brother. This is your podcast. Thank you for having me on.
1: Hey, absolutely brother. Well, I'm Dylan Robinson, halfway paranormal here. Um, another great podcast we had in the books here. And we just appreciate you guys coming out and spending time with us and talking a little bit about what we want to every time we're on. So without further ado, AJ, you take it away and it's been a pleasure as always having you on here, man.
0: Thank you, brother. Yeah. Just everyone, please follow halfway paranormal podcast on all the podcast, listening platforms. We are now on there and, uh, I upload the videos or the audio as soon as possible. Um, you can also check out the, um, halfway paranormal, uh, page on facebook um so we're going to be setting up and streaming from there as well so thank you so much for tuning in once again to uh halfway paranormal podcast and also don't forget
1: don't forget tune in on your show brother it's uh talking with the source but i don't remember which days it is
0: i got you man so talking with the source is uh sundays at 3 p.m Please join in. We bring on guests. We share evidence from their teams from all over the world. And we bring on very well-known people such as Patty Negri, actors, stuff like that as well that are in the paranormal field. So definitely come over and check it out. But until next time, thank you guys so much. And thank you to Parapost Network for allowing us to stream live.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely.